0: What's up, everybody? Tyler here from the Anti Hero Podcast, and I'm selling out for an ad. However, none of this would be possible on the audio platforms without Spotify for Podcasters. Spotify for Podcasters allows me to record, edit, and distribute to all audio platforms for the Anti Hero Podcast. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, all you need is a mic and a computer. Hell, I don't even think you need that. I think you literally just need your phone. Spotify for Podcasters is for you. So give them a try.
1: And younger cops, you need to stay the fuck off TikTok and stop <laughs> dancing.
0: Be <laughs> dancing
1: cops. Fucking clowns, bro. <laughs> God damn it.
0: Did you guys think of your uh, those things I sent you, or did you not get them until you got here?
1: Yeah. He, uh, got the craziest story. Because it'd be wild to hear. Guilty it. pleasure song.
0: Yeah, it'd be wild to hear your craziest cop story, because... You'd think it'd be oh, different man. because yours yes. is good on the other end. Of yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I got, I
2: got, good. I got great, dude. I got a great one, dude. You got a great one. You wanna go first? Tell it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, when I was back when I was a uh, back when I was a hoodlum, okay, I used to run around the streets of North Philadelphia, and I thought that I was untouchable. I thought that I was so slick, and that uh, you know, I thought that. Nobody would ever catch on to what I was doing, you know. So, I would always go back to the same street to to get what I was getting, and um, I started to notice that like maybe maybe like once or twice a week that there was no foot traffic on the street, (laughs) and that uh, it seemed like it turned into a ghost town when normally it would be there would be people everywhere and there would be all kinds of it it was basically like an open-air market okay
0: yeah that's a that's a telltale sign that something's gonna yeah, so that's i'm a glue <laughs> yeah, i'm goofy i
2: don't understand i, I guess i guess uh, nobody's outside doing anything. i'm the only one today yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, great 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 so uh one particular evening i what i would do is i would get dropped off on one end of the street in a car and i would go down the street and i would would do my business and then i would come out the other end of the street you know thinking that if anybody was watching me they wouldn't see me come out of the same place you know so uh i went down the street and these guys were all somebody was in a second floor uh house and then they were pointing me over to a uh an abandoned row home in in north philadelphia so i went into this like pitch black abandoned row home and, and made this transaction right and i'm like okay so I go back out, go down the other end of the street and I get picked up in a car. So I make it out maybe two roads and I'm getting pulled over, right? <laughs> and I'm just thinking so me being so goofy is thinking, "Oh, well, you know, this is just like a routine traffic stop." I'm Coincidentally, like, yeah, they got don't, pulled over. <laughs> they, they don't know They don't they didn't see me doing anything. You know how what do, how do they know what I'm doing? So <clears throat> um an officer comes up to the passenger window, comes right to me, and they said they're saying, Give me the stuff, give me the stuff, right? And I'm like, What do you mean? You know, I'm like, I don't have anything, I don't have anything. And they're like, We know you bought something, you idiot. We watched you, right? <laughs> so then I, I hear the radios, I hear the radios, and they're saying they're they're on the radio and they're they're still th- so. This is what ended up happening was it was a narcotics task force that got me. So they're saying we have a we have a white male with a, a black Nike sweatshirt on and like so they're describing these. That's me, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As they're, <laughs> as they're Wait coming up, to, to, it was- so must I'm be like, another white male in a Nike oh, sweatshirt. Dude, <laughs> immediately, immediately, I'm like, oh shit! Like it registered in my brain like they know what I just did or whatever. So I'm still I'm still like still trying to deny the fact that I have anything.
0: And you bought? You yes. Okay.
2: Yes, I bought it. Right. So. Uh, and like at the time, so the, so in my County, the rules are, were different from what they were in the city in the, in Philadelphia yeah. County, you know? So I'm shitting a brick. I'm thinking I am getting charged with a felony and I am going to jail and they're not going to let me out of jail. Right. So I'm like, I don't have nothing. I don't have nothing. They're like, give us, they're, they're like, give us what you have we're taking i was with a girl right so they're like we're taking the car we're taking the girl they're like we're taking everything everything we're taking the we're girl taking everything right <laughs> and i'm like okay i'm like well i'll give like like i had it like i had any choice in the matter okay i'll give you what i have just let her go you know i don't want her parents knowing that she was arrested in philadelphia county with me and and a bunch of drugs in the car right so i gave them what i had right so I'm thinking, okay, time to go to jail for me, right? So they put me in the back of the patrol car, in the Philadelphia police car, and they head back over to where I had made this purchase to go fill the rest of the car up. You know what I mean? So they're sitting on, they're sitting two streets over, and and they're on the radios, and they get they get the call to to go pick this other guy up, right? They turn the lights on in the car and they take off up a one way street, and all I can think. All I can think is, we at the time in Philadelphia the crime rate was super high. Like it was like almost like the murder rate was insane. Like they had like these like supposed like serial killers on the loose. And, and oh, so you thought maybe they weren't cops? Well, no, I thought I knew they were cops. But I'm think all I'm thinking is they're gonna go try to make an arrest, and somebody is gonna turn around and unload a a, a machine gun on this police car, and I'm in the back of the car. <laughs> I was scared. I was that was the most scary thing because I because you know I know I'm in trouble. I know I've accepted the fact that they, I'm caught. I'm in trouble, and I'm scared to death thinking that somebody is going to somebody's going. They're going to get into a firefight, and I'm going to be in handcuffs in the back of this police car. I will, defenseless. I will
0: say I've never been handcuffed in the back of a police car because you can't get out.
2: Cannot get yeah. out. No.
0: I have I have let one person go on a misdemeanor. Um, because I had to leave, and I was like, I unhooked him. I was like, get out of here. And then you know, because nowadays we have the, we can file on them. There's tons of different ways to get them in a courtroom rather than a physical arrest. But I'm not. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if I would do well sitting in the back of a car that I knew I couldn't get out of, and no one's no one's in the driver's seat, and you're just.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You clearly <laughs> so, haven't had a crackhead kick your back window out before. <laughs> <laughs> I do not mean, no. <laughs> dear chief. <laughs> Nobody was more surprised than I was. <laughs> so,
2: well, dude. So, so we head back over. They're two streets over. They go. They put two other people in the back of the car. Okay, and they're kind of hanging out. And so, so I realize that they have. They have some undercover officer standing right within the proximity of the street, and he's just watching these people go in. No, because it's very easy. It's always been, and it still probably is to this day, what we would think to be as like an open air drug market. Yeah. Okay, mm. so they know what's going on, they know where it's going on, and there's no question of what somebody's doing there or they're not doing there. They see they see a person who does not appear to be from there going there and leaving or whatever, it's very easy to spot. You know, I think I'm so slick. Nobody has any idea what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm so slick. They're never going to catch me. Right. So, um, they, that was, that was for me, that was the craziest experience that I had. Well, there was, there's a few other ones, but that was the time that I was the most scared and I was already, I was already detained. Okay. I'm already, I'm already in trouble. So they took, they, they, I guess it was like towards the end of the evening or towards the end of the, uh, the, the operation or whatever. And they have me back on the corner, the street corner where I had initially went to make this purchase or whatever. And they're t- the, I believe, I don't think it was a uniformed police officer, but somebody else pulls me out of the back of the car. And they're telling me, if you can tell us who you bought this from or whatever, we're going to let you go. Okay. And we're so Ooh. dude, so we're standing in front. We're standing <laughs> Have on you this. Tried block. selling
0: the script yet <laughs> to a
1: movie.
2: <laughs> it do. I could, I could, oh, the other stories I had, Oh my gosh, I could. So
1: I can confirm that this stuff does happen. I, well, <laughs> like <laughs> I, well, <laughs> I don't think
2: they needed me to tell them. They knew they already had the people. Yeah. They already had the guys. They already got these guys that had <clears throat> sold me this stuff or whatever. Okay. So, they have me on this street corner. These, so all these, these are like Philadelphia row homes and they have these huge murals painted on the sides of them. Right. So, uh, in this area, it was predominantly this cultural group of people or whatever. So I'm standing there looking at this mural with this giant crown and all this on the side of the building. And I'm like, I, I I was like, I, just take me to jail. Like, because I feel like, I yeah. feel like if I say anything, I'm going to be in worse trouble than I'm already in. So I went to the, I went to the 25th police district holding in Philadelphia and the people who I had purchased these drugs from were in the cell two cells <laughs> away from me, you know? Oh, shit. So they, I, I was, I was pretty sure they understood that I had not <laughs> said anything. You know, you were there. Oh yeah. 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 So, uh, they
0: they were going to cross your name off the list, but they were like, no, nah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he already, he didn't say <laughs> it.
1: also going to establish his dominance though right off the bat because next thing you know, late at night, hey boy, you got a pretty mouth.
2: <laughs> so, so they, so, uh, they put me in, they put me in a a, ver- a real small cell. There was another guy in there and this guy was off the freaking wall, dude. He was like, he was all hyped up. I, at this point i'm physically addicted to these drugs i a buying or whatever so i'm all I'm, yeah. I'm in bad shape i'm like man i didn't i didn't i didn't do anything i didn't get to do the stuff and i'm sick and this guy's bouncing off the wall he's trying to flood the sink and he's like pulling stuff out of his body from somewhere oh i got this one and i'm like oh my god that was probably that and being in the back of the car was the scariest part for me or whatever yeah and then uh so I'm still like I'm still young. I'm in my twenties, and I don't know the legalities of what the hell I just got in trouble for. So I know in the county that I'm from, if I were to be arrested with the same amount of this and that or whatever, I'm I got felony drug charges or whatever. Okay. So the the next morning we go in, uh, we go in front of like a video judge, and they say, Mister uh, Cotter, you were charged with one count of possession of a controlled substance in Philadelphia County. Okay. One count of possession of a controlled substance. I had a substantial amount of this. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, thank God. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm not in, I'm not in that much trouble. I still have no idea. I'm thinking that I'm thinking that I'm going to be there for some time at least. So they said, we're going to release you. We're going to release you without bail (laughs) or whatever. So, they process me out and throw me right back on the, on the street. And at this point I had gone from North Philadelphia to, to they put me in district holding and they moved me to some place in center city, Philadelphia. And then they let me go in center, center city, Philadelphia. So I get out. I didn't, I didn't have, what did I have? I maybe didn't have a phone. I might, I don't know if I didn't have a phone at the time or I didn't have a phone on me, so I got to try to get a hold of somebody to come get me, you know, so I get, I get out. I got back on a train and immediately went right back to North Philadelphia <laughs> because I was sick, you know, yeah. that, that was yeah. the the craziest part of it. And I ended up, I think I ended up seeing somebody that I knew and use their phone to call somebody to come get me. But that. There was there's I have other stories I won't I don't make it out to be as long but I've the the stuff I've seen I've been stopped in North Philadelphia and told to throw things that I had down the storm drain and they let me go yeah. I gave them a sob story oh man I'm trying to get my life together yeah. I don't know why I'm here I'm doing this uh, and I've seen like dude I've seen I've seen some pretty crazy stuff up there I, I saw a guy try to take off on a bicycle one time got tackled you know what I mean I I actually turned my back and heard a bunch of scuffling and I, later, oh yeah, later, dude I, dude, I, I so I I, t- I I made a purchase okay I I saw two Philadelphia uniform police officers hop out of an unmarked car and start walking right towards me okay the guy who sold me this stuff was on a bicycle he stands up like he's gonna pedal off on the bicycle and I turned around and started walking and I just heard this massive scuffle And I walked up to the next street, took my shirt off and my hat off and, and kept walking. And I, I didn't encounter a problem, but, uh, yeah, I've, I, and that, uh, the funny thing is that I thought I was so slick, you know, I thought I was so slick. Nobody's ever going to know what I'm doing. Nobody's, I'm going to outsmart these uh, people who do this for a living. And it's
0: weird too, because when I, I mean, you know, like when I, anytime I'm out in like street level and you just see that, and they think they're fooling the world. And they think you're by, I mean, I got a family member. We've talked about that. Like, you know, and he, he, they give you this bullshit and you're like, and you just feel bad and you're like, oh, yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. And you'll never see a man more down. I don't want to say like you'll never see a more emotional person than when you take their score right as they're about to use it and they know they're going and they don't get to use it they will literally beg you can I please just use it oh, yeah. And then take me to jail I don't I don't care I need to use this you don't understand and it's like yeah sometimes you feel bad but <laughs> Oof. what's yours Mike
1: well uh obviously I'll have to Pick and choose because some things obviously haven't been disposed. Yeah, yet. yeah. so yeah, that. that'll get you yeah, yeah, in those yeah. so, yeah. cases. Yeah. yeah, so some <laughs> stuff, like some stuff, obviously, there's like just you know, they have to exercise a little bit of discretion. So, but like, I think if I have to pick a story, like something real comical, I think I, 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 like, one. yeah, the comical ones, like the ones I could look back at, like early 20 something year old me when I was like a new cop on the street, <laughs> like you know, one of those things. So, <clears throat> And I, I'm sure you guys do it here up in this area too. Like if you have like large scale sporting events or something mm-hmm. like a large events, you get like every agency yep. in the whole yeah. fucking region to come in and like all work the detail together for the event because you just don't have the manpower for it. So we had an opportunity for, um, you know, a bunch of us to come help out with a, with a really large scale event. So There was like, you know, s- seven or eight different agencies all working the event together. And, um, you get tailgates, you get parties and stuff like that going out in the parking lot outside of the of the venue and whatnot. And you know we've got we have a we have a state agency out here that does al- like you know alcohol enforcement stuff like that. Like so, the alcohol enforcement guys are also out there walking about and they're you know coming up on like whoever they think might be under the age of twenty one possibly in the parking lot and they're coming up on them and grabbing them, saying Was like a you call? know. Sir. I'm not going to say what kind of event it was, but, um, (laughs) um, so you got these guys that are, you know, they could probably be a little overzealous for what they're doing. And I think we all can agree on this. You can kind of tone it down a bit, but comes up and and grabs this kid by the arm and was like, yo, let me see your ID. Cause you, you look at the kid, you could tell he's like, you know, he's not old enough to be drinking alcohol at all. And, uh, I'm minding my own fucking business because I'm I'm on patrol on a bicycle, just you know, patrolling the parking lots, and whatnot, because they need extra bodies yeah. in the parking lot and whatnot. Uniform patrol. This guy that I'm talking about is not in uniform. He's just got a badger on his neck or whatever. And he tries to stop the kid. The kid kind of chucks away, does like some Heisman shit on him, and then like headbutts the the agent in the chest and knocks him on his ass. He falls down and he and he runs. I happen to see this in the distance and I said, Oh shit. So I'm pedaling my ass off on the bike as fast as I can, trying to catch up to this kid. This kid's running. He's running in between cars. He's running in between people's, you know, tailgates and whatnot. And, um, I don't know what possessed me to pull my taser out mid while I'm full speed, dude, full speed on this bike. And I just John Wayne, the kid off from, from my bicycle. And I do was a Beautiful taser deployment just the kid just dropped and he just rolls over knocks a uh, a folding table over a bunch of Dixie cups And solo cups start falling on him and chairs fall over. I Completely eat shit off my bike. I went thrown off my handlebars I I think I probably even busted a lip on the way down. It was it was brutal
0: now that I have you all alone I want to talk to you about our sponsor refracted wolf apparel This is apparel for the front line whether it be first responder, military, veterans, frontline workers, or just a supporter of those occupations in general, this is the apparel company for you. We got our best sellers, Demon Hunter. Defund dancing cops. Everybody fucking hates dancing cops. Hell within, another bestseller. Hat, stickers, flags, you name it. Refracted wolf apparel has it. Use promo code anti-hero for 15% off Refracted Wolf Apparel.
1: The irony behind it. As soon as I stand up and I look up, I see the kids like being kind of like propped up and sitting up. And I look and it's the battalion chief from the fire department in our in our area that whose tailgate we ended up crashing in. So it's Uh, all a bunch of off duty firefighters that are all like, well, medics, we're right here. (laughs) And I'm like, well, hey, we'll pull the prongs out for you and all that. So the next thing you know, you're getting on the radio saying, hey, I got a taser deployment, taser deployment. And then they're like, you need EMS? I'm like, technically no, because they're already here. They might have had a few beers, but they're here. And uh, it it was just funny out of all. And mind you, this is a huge event. So there's tent after tent after tent after tent for, you know, like a quarter mile. And of all places for this to... For this, you know, the crash land, it happened to be a bunch of medics, so it was just like perfect. It was like, oh, this is yeah, great. Yeah,
0: you never hear the end of that, too. Yeah, the, the next, you know, for like,
1: you know, the next couple of weeks, they kept calling me like a cowboy over here, John yeah. Wayne. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? They're like, hey, but like, listen, you don't know what? That's uh, yeah, against policy. I'm like, well, listen, you know, in my defense, policy is just a suggestion.
0: Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Mike is a cop, so that's kind of that's got to be a a weird. It's not we, is, I guess the whole point of, of us doing all this is that like when you and you were already kind of in the scene or playing in bands before this yeah so you you were used to the whole whether or not because it can work and it can also not work when you got to pick w- when you're going to tell people you're a cop or when you're going to tell people you're not a cop like is this going to? I don't want to say benefit, but sometimes it can really it can be very detrimental people will not associate with you if they know you're law enforcement yeah. And it, some of it's because they're scared, you know. They just don't know cops, and all they know cops is getting in trouble. And sometimes they just don't fucking like cops. Yeah. So
1: I've seen both both ends of that spectrum on that. Like as a musician. Yeah. Um. Uh. Dan, our guitar player. Um. He's known me for a few years now, and he's the one who helped me, you know, make the connection, get me linked up with Eddie and whatnot, and we started playing together. But um, you know, I Dan remembers a time where. I was in between bands. I was looking for work as a musician a couple of years ago, and I did run into some uh, instances where I started getting acquainted with people, and they're like, "Hey, Mike, so what do you what do you do for a living?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm yeah, I'm a, I'm a police officer." Work and then the it's seat. an instant turnoff, <laughs> yeah, right away. Like, I mean, they're like, "Oh, really? Oh, well, we gonna do arrest us? For fucking yeah. what? Funny for job, what?" Bro. Like, dude, like, chill. <laughs> I'm just a normal fucking dude. Do I I just I need to arrest? <laughs> yeah, like, what? Like, what, is there something I need to know, man? Like, what's going on here? And then, uh, you know, there's been times where even, like, they gave me the benefit of the doubt, and they, they gave me a whirl, and then, you know, a few weeks later, they're like, you know, hey, we, we talked about it, and our, our drummer expressed a lot of concern that he doesn't really feel comfortable mm. being around you and whatnot just because of what you do for a living, and we don't want to really associate that, and we think it's going to be kind of a um like a negative image for us and my response to that is like all right well fine fuck you (laughs) i don't don't, you know if that's how you feel i can't tell you how to think but it's kind of a piss poor excuse so see you later and i've ran into that a few times and then there's been times where you know i welcome with open arms they're like dude awesome like you know eddie's been super awesome since day one you know he he thinks that what i do for a living is not going to affect anything at all and thinks it's it's actually a great addition. Yeah. So, you know, i i feel like kind of at home.
0: So, Eddie, you don't you don't mind talking about sobriety or anything like that? No, no, no. You've been sober for a while?
2: Yeah, yeah, for 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 a long time. I I so i came down here. I came to Florida. I'm from Delaware County, Pennsylvania. It's like the southeast corner of Pennsylvania. So, i came down here like 10 years ago and i've been sober.
0: So 10 years.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good for you, man.
2: So, um,
0: did you have face tattoos before you were sober? I didn't. I did not. See, that's got, that's, that's a trustworthy man right there. Sober, sober as a whistle and gets face tattoos. Like, you know, he's a real motherfucker.
2: uh, (laughs) He, so, so I don't think Dan, I don't know if Dan said anything about him being a police officer or anything, but he was funny on the, the first time I talked to him on the phone, he was funny. Cause he tell he like, it was like, we're, we're just like talking. I'm like, you like this, you do this. You ha- He was telling me about his equipment or whatever. And then he just kind of squeezes it in. Oh, I'm a, I'm a police officer. Right. And I'm like, so to me, like, listen, listen to you guys talk back and forth where you're like people, this, or people have these opinions or whatever. Um, my opinion is, and, and, anybody can take this any way they want but if uh if you're not doing anything wrong then what do you what's why would you be scared you know or why would you why would you uh why would you be fearful that there's some that there's a a a, a law enforcement agent that's in and around you or whatever you know yeah i don't i stopped At one point, yeah, I was scared of cops because I was like, this is going to get in the way of me doing what I, what I want to do or whatever, what I get in the way of me destroying myself, you know what I mean? So, um, but like anymore, it's like, uh, it's like, it's just like, it's just like, I'm this or I, I, I do this or I do that or whatever. It doesn't, I stopped fearing the police when I stopped doing bad stuff. You know what I mean? mean, It's the
0: same thing, too. Like, you know, in anything, I don't even if you hold a job, you're nervous at work because if you're doing stuff wrong, you're worried about getting caught. Like for us as as cops, you have to play it straight and narrow. You can't lie about anything. You can't fabricate anything. You can't. There's nothing. And there's guys that do it and they're always living a life of am I going to get caught? And it could be nothing bad either. It, I mean, it's bad, but it's not like horrible. You know, like, oh, I, I, I'm counting this drive into work as part of my time into work. You know, guys do it all the time. Some people are allowed to do it. Some aren't. And, you know, you see people get jammed up for time fraud and they get fired. And to make an example out of you, they'll charge you. you know, yeah, just, it's
1: just all it's ethics violations. Yeah. Down. that's why we always make, you know, I think you guys do too. Like they do like annual ethics refreshers mm-hmm. all the time. You know, they they quiz you on it. Like they actually ask you questions. Like you know, blah 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 blah. Is this considered an ethics violation? Yes. And you know, they quiz you on it at the end of the year. Yep. It,
2: it's
1: so so like when he tells me he's a
2: police officer, my immediate thought anymore is not oh shit, you know, oh shit, the cops. You know, <laughs> it was like I was like, okay, well then I know that this dude is going to be no bullshit, and there's going to be no problems. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like he's saying, like just it's like the the uh, the stuff we do with the music it inherently has issues. You know what I mean? Has uh, issues with people and things they do or whatever. So at at this like we talk about it and I say like at this stage in the game, but like at this at this point that we're at with the music stuff, there's no room for any nonsense. You know? There's <laughs> like everybody's got to be dependable. Everybody's got to show up. Everybody's got to do their job.
0: Look. Yeah, you guys, I so you were in a band called Blacklist yeah. before that you said, because I used to play in bands, and I'm sure it's happened to you, where bands, they just, there's no point, you you don't know whether to call it a new band, or you're like, we just evolved into this band, you know, three new members, two core guys, was, you know, you change the name, and, you, and then you change the style, it's like, it's almost like, is it a new band, or is it an evolution of the old band, yeah. but, so... Did you guys have when you guys turned it into "Let Me Bleed"? Did you guys have that vision, like we're going this way? Because it seems from day one, from when I saw you, you guys released your first video. It was around the time. I mean, it seems like someone cut off all your history because it's it's a hundred percent visionary from day one. It's weird. Yeah, well, we There's, did
2: cut the. That's pretty much exactly what we did. I was explaining we that to him while we were driving up here. <laughs> yeah, because um, so. It, the best the best way i could explain it would be like so when i i've always like so from when i was a teenager like the first show that i saw was like uh it was like drowning pool um unearthed damage plan which was dimebags Damn. band at the time Damn. or whatever i it like changed my course in life i was like this is it this is what i want to do and i will not stop until i reach this point or whatever so the the old, like the band that we switched from or whatever, like the best way that I could explain that would be like, it was like the best that I could put together at the time. Yeah. You know? So we like, we kind of, we rode that out for a couple of years and we were like, what we were doing, like we were doing like the local band thing where we were like going and playing all these shows and we were just trying to accumulate. um, We were trying to accumulate people, you know what I mean? They could like, I was telling him, it's, it's basically like a business. We're trying to sell something. What we're trying to sell is us or the music or whatever. And we just, we, we kind of had these ideas about how things worked and we thought that we were doing what we needed to do to get to the next level or whatever, but it just wasn't cutting it. So, um, I guess like at the, the, towards the middle of last year or so, I was just like, I was kind of trying to stay in this box of like, let's play this kind of music or whatever. And let's like make sure that it all fits this thing or whatever. And um, I was just like, we need to, we need to just, I don't, I don't really, I don't want to play what we're playing anymore. We had a, we had a punk band essentially whose, whose music was as good as any of these big punk bands. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's a shame sometimes, but sometimes you just have to realize that it's not, Super relevant to what's happening, yeah, at this day yeah. and age or whatever, you know.
0: It's so, a, I mean, for the record though, the we are one thirty eight covers a banger. Yeah, it's pretty. good. You yeah. can get it. I found it on iTunes because you sent me the YouTube link, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I was thinking about it the other day, I was like, I wonder if it's on iTunes. And sure, shit, I found it, so I bought it. But that
2: so that yeah. stuff was. <laughs> That was like, that was as we were kind of, I had this idea, you know, I had this idea that I wanted to go this direction or whatever. i always listened to metal. and like, like I'm telling you, the first show I saw was like a metal show. And once that's like in your bloodstream, it's hard to get it out, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to do heavier stuff or whatever, but also wanted to be relevant to what was happening in music at the time or whatever, you know? And then I, like I was telling him, like I used to write about how society is messed up and this and that or whatever. And then like, as of recent, as we've like made this switch and like rebranded this band into what it is now, it, uh, I told him like a write about stuff. That's like, like we were talking yeah. about, like, it's about like life problems and it's about like something that, that Joe, Jim and Jack can immediately pick up on and relate to or whatever. Yeah. You know? Cause uh, everybody's, everybody goes through similar things in different forms or fashions. and, I think that that's extremely important, like that you can engage people on an emotional level rather than be. I think s- that was
0: probably it. For, I mean, I, as yeah. soon as I heard your your first single, just the because of music too, and then Omen's, like I was like, man, this stuff is like deep and it's real.
2: That's what. So, like, I it's funny because I didn't think that I was. We were me and him were. Talk, we we're I keep looking at him because we were just talking about all this stuff. Some things like I didn't think that Omens was that great of a oh song, my God, to tell you the f- truth. I really didn't. I was like, this is it's very simple. I
1: thought it was a I thought it was a fucking hook. But, but yeah. it seems <laughs> like it seems like that's what I really did like.
2: You know, I like that's what sometimes when I, I was telling him, like, if I don't think it's that great, that seems to be what everybody else thinks is great, you know.
0: Are you I gotta ask you, are you a little peep fan? No. No, I'm not. It's a coincidence?
1: So,
2: all right.
0: So <laughs> every
1: fucking people, <laughs> every time someone goes on Google, man, you gotta like, let me bleed. Is, you gotta skip the little piece, they see the little you. album art with the nipple sticking out, and <laughs> yes, they're like, "Is that is that is, your band?" Like, that no, that's not us. It is a nipple, right? It is nipple. It's a nipple, it and a everyone thinks that it's ours. I'm like, no, it's not.
2: Shit. All right. So the whole
1: we're not the titty band.
2: The whole name thing. We were like, I knew that we, I knew that like this, what we were doing was completely different from what we did before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is has to be like a, it has to be a new entity, and we like we're we're not keeping the same name. It doesn't really fit what we're doing now. So, one of like my favorite band names ever was like, there's this band called Bleeding Through, who was like real popular in the early two thousands. They were like, I I know it's
0: wild. Don't forget that thought. I was wondering how I found you. I found you because I was growing my personal page at the time, and I went to Brandon's or Bleeding Throughs page, and I started following people that followed them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, Brandon used to be my personal trainer. Here, Chipetti? No, yeah. well, it was an online coach. I was oh. I was one of his clients for like, dude, like two or three years, man, through that whole Rise Above Fitness yeah. page and his online coaching, dude. I I was one of his clients for almost almost three years. That's wild. Yeah, good dude, good dude, man. I actually good. ended up. Uh, What's the what's the convention that they have up here in Orlando? The fitness one is it Europa? Mm. I think it's Europa. It's not. It's Olympia's like up north in the yeah. Midwest. I think the Europa is the one here in Orlando. And I they do have a convention center. Yeah. Yeah, they do here in Orlando every year. And like ten years ago, I ended up catching up and meeting him f- finally. I'm like, hey man, like, and I explained who I was, and he's like, oh shit, yeah. He goes, I I coach you online. I've been coaching you for like three years now, dude. Solid fucking dude. And he's really he short. Like, you ever meet him in person, No. dude? He's like five, he, five, five, he, six. He he's commands, not a tall he dude. Commands the crowd really well. So yeah. I could, but
0: all right, so bleeding so, through. Well, yeah.
2: So that was like that, like that name immediately. Like before I had even heard it, when I saw that name, I was like, "This has got to be. This has got to be sick." You know, like even
0: the old school one, where it's like just written like some weird font. It's not impressive. Yeah. yeah. And then they went their third album, and they had like the. The old English, which was still cool, but they always revert back to the old school, bleeding through.
2: Yeah. So I knew that I liked this blood name or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I want something that has to do with, with it, has the blood word in it or whatever. So we were like sitting in my bedroom and we're we're all trying. I'm like, we got to come up with like. So we have a, we have a couple songs that we've done or whatever. And I was like, well, we need a name. You know, I'm like, we need a name. We need a name. So we're all we're all writing down these lists of names and we're like. We're coming up, you know, like when you hear something like that's just not it. Like whatever, somebody's spouting off two or three different names. I'm like, no, 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 no. And then the one kid has this tattoo on his arm. Okay. Joey, the kid that passed away has this tattoo on his arm and it says, let me bleed. And I said, I think that's it. I think that's the name right there. I said, what about, what do you guys think about this name? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's go with that. And I'm like, okay, then that's it. You know? Some people, some people mess it up now and they'll say, let us bleed. I'm like, no, it's let me bleed. Or let it bleed. Let it bleed. That's what, (laughs) yeah, 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 everybody at
1: my PD, man, they're like, let it bleed or like, let it bleed. (laughs) So
0: you guys, are you guys doing the newer age where I've noticed that it might be more beneficial and smarter to just cut singles rather than create an album until you're fully ready to do the album? And I, I was reading something that said that it used to be a rush to complete an album. And then you're in debt, it's not what you wanted. Is are you guys just gonna focus on singles for now until you have the option to do a full album, or do you guys already have that in the works?
2: Yeah, so so obviously, like now, nowadays, and in today's day and age, like um, the album thing is still a thing, okay? But um, because we're like super new. The, the direction that I thought would be the best would be to put out some, you know, like put out singles first, and try to build a, try to try to basically build a fan base or a market for a full album, because a full album, like like everything, everything costs money, yeah. You know? So, um, it's a little easier to do things in increments like singles or whatever, and then, um, albums. Really, you want like an album? You want to definitely have a set vision on what the whole album should be you know Mm -hmm. it's like it's like writing something on a much broader it's like writing a a book versus a short story you want everything to be like cohesive
0: oh so you are not worried but is there a chance that some of these singles might not fit the the story of an album that you want to do in the future yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah i think so and i think i think right now it's it's probably better for us just to kind of I was, t- like, I was telling him, like, so the there was, like, a, the first, the first couple songs that were done in the, in the first few months of us being a band or whatever um, are different than stuff that we have, like, at, up, so yesterday we put out the Disconnect song, um, and that was actually the first song that we ever recorded as this band. As the current lineup? Yes. Are you recorded on it? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't know, I don't know. So, well, dude, so a lot of stuff is MIDI. A lot of stuff is, is done with MIDI now because it's more, it's very efficient and He's it's done like with what? MIDI. What it's like programmed. It's programmed. Oh. It's like a grid.
0: I've been out of the loop. For so, five, yeah, well, so
2: drums, nobody <laughs> anymore, nobody's recording live drums. Everything. Really? When you hear big, fat, loud, punchy drums, it's not somebody sitting behind a drum
1: kit playing so it's amazing. like santa claus baby it ain't real I was, <laughs> I had so many questions.
2: one one thing
0: i've always wondered when i was a kid listening to a band with two guitar players are they that good and they have been training and playing together for so many years that they sound or is that one guy that's playing it and then he you know they both get the credit but it's one guy playing it because when i played in bands we'd do we'd cut demos and stuff like i was like two guys we've been playing together for years and we still don't sound alike. And you could tell it on the record. And I was like, this would sound better if it was just one of us.
2: Yeah. So, um, it could go either way. It really could go either way. It could go. Um, one guy, like, like when we were doing it before I would record all the rhythm parts, even if it was uh even if it was like a, a, a lead in something that wasn't like a, a guitar solo. Yeah. And then, Dalton would record just the guitar solo on the song or whatever it was. So just so that it was like, yeah, just so that it was consistent, you know, like, so that like, cause everything's like double tracked and panned. So there's like, you're here, you, what you're perceiving to be one guitar is really four guitars. So it's, it's usually better if like one person does handles one side of it and then the other person handles the other side of it. So, um, but it could go either way. If you have a guy, like, we've encountered people that, like, want their played performance on a recording. Like, no, we're not using this. I'm playing this on here or whatever. Yeah, a true musician. Yeah, yeah. I best. have to play this, you know? <laughs> I mean, you gotta...
1: I'm not I'm but fake. fake. But, but despite all the, the, the advances that have come with producing music and putting things out, like the polished version of songs, you do have to insert that sense of organic yeah sound yeah. it's got to make its way in there if you leave that if you're completely devoid of that people pick up on it right away people you know there's people who gotta, they got yeah. they so got a trained it, ear they can listen they listen long enough they'll pick up and even then too like you've got like some software out there um like uh what's nolly get good get good, get good drums they have a certain sound and oh, some so people pe- can
0: pick up on it people be like oh yeah.
1: this track was recorded with get good drums like they know it like cuz they can pick up and they hear it some people who have who've used that software enough can pick up what software you even used to produce the song because they've they've heard it so many times over and over and over and over again and you got to get you have to get creative so inserting that that little tidbit of like organic sound in your recordings and in your produced finished product you have to do it otherwise people are just going to hear right through it wow
2: yeah i i've i can hear stuff that has the same drums on it i know the sound of that drum kit like the software drum kit that they use and i'm like that's exactly what he said that is that drum sound from that plugin or that program or whatever it is yeah
0: all right oh also i've got the first merch i guess but are you guys gonna have merch available anytime soon or yeah i think how so how will that be how will they pick that up
2: yeah so we'll we're, we'll have to set up some kind of website for people to buy it online. you'll have to sell
0: punk rock at first
2: inbox me baby yeah DM, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dash yeah, app that. we'll dm that. <laughs> that's how yeah. i remember. I'm not opposed to that at all. Yeah, man. I would like, so so like spot. everything is so technologically advanced nowadays that like Spotify, you can directly link your merch store to Spotify or whatever. So if anybody comes across us on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, Spotify
0: is the platform to do it too? Yes.
2: Yeah. So Spotify is like the king of streaming platforms. Like if you, if you don't have your listeners on Spotify, like you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I was uh, telling my son about you last night and we found you uh, all on his... Uh, I I don't have Spotify. I'm old. I use iTunes. I buy everything that I want. And then if I listen to a podcast, I use Apple. But uh, yeah, we're on Spotify and I think that's the majority, the huge percentage is everybody listens to us who's audio-based is Spotify.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spotify, like so... And everything is algorithmic now. Oh, yeah. Which makes things tricky. Like So it could work against you or it could work... You could learn how to use it and it can work for you. And I know people like I know people, we know people that they, they work it and it works for them and it, it, it works wonders for them. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure like on, we're on YouTube right now. I think we're, we've gotten into this, this algorithm has picked us up and is putting us in other places or whatever. And I think it's like, it's really working for us. Yeah.
0: I think I agree with the the algorithm and the growth is that I think I, I believe that's true because every person that has engaged a video of yours for more than seven seconds they don't have to like it they don't the next time you put something out, YouTube's like, Hey, remember this thing you watched for seven seconds? you still want to watch it and as opposed to when you're just starting out you're just, it's a, you're a blank slate you, you know you don't you're not in front of anybody ever yeah. so and when you run ads too um the you know all the ad calculations go into anybody who's ever engaged in your content ever so they'll be the first, that's the first thing that YouTube ads or Facebook ads or whatever the fuck it's called, you know, Instagram, Facebook. Is. So, but what I notice is that in in doing like a, a product line and doing this, I haven't been doing this for very long, but you can create bangers. You can create a banger of anything, a product, a song, a video. And if you're not putting, it, like, it doesn't matter. People will be like, oh, cool. And that's a good one. And then you're like, And then it's like back to the grinder and you have to produce banger after banger after banger. There's no produce something really good. And then falling back to produce mediocre stuff and then producing like to be noticed or to get the opportunities. I feel like to earn whatever it is you think you you need. Like for me, it's I have to come out with a line that has a thousand percent awesome shirts, every shirt. It can't be like a great shirt and mediocre shirts. I think that just takes time, but I feel like you guys are more than on track. Is wh- what's the what's the process nowadays? Is getting signed like it was twenty years ago, where that's the thing, or is it now getting signed might not be the best thing for us?
2: Yeah, so I would uh, what I would say about it is that um, I don't see it as being a bad thing, but um, I don't see that it's a totally necessary thing to be mm-hmm. like, to be successful in the, in the music business. Um, you have people like, like this guy, there's this guy who raps Tom McDonald mm-hmm. who like the other day I saw, he had like a number one song on the pop charts and he does not have a record label. Oh wow! Yeah. He's like completely unsigned artist or whatever. And he like, so he, he sells this idea that you do not want a record label and this Mm. and that i don't know if i completely buy that because i would say that it it has like its its benefits as as it has its drawbacks um i know like you so like now today like with with anything like with the shirts or with music or anything uh, you have to know something about marketing Mm -hmm. you cannot just throw stuff in direct in any direction and hope that wasting your time
0: you're wasting your resources if you don't have a if you don't know where you're putting it yeah
2: yeah and like my idea is that there's like if you know you have something that's good you know there's a market for it somewhere or another so the trick i think is to get it in front of the the people that are going to essentially like we'll say buy what you're selling you know what Mm -hmm. i mean whether it's a physical product or whether it's a stream or get them to watch a video or to buy, buy a record or whatever it is. So I think, uh, I think like in today's day and age, I keep saying it like, like, like a goofball, but um, a record label would have to approach you with a deal that is, that is uh, that, you know, that is worth it, you know, Mm -hmm. because the thing, like the thing, the thing that we're, that, that I'm seeing now is that it takes a lot of money. Like you have to pump money into things in order to get them to be on the level that you need to, unless Mm -hmm. you can do everything yourself, which that is, for some people, that is the case. I am not an expert engineer or producer or anything like that, so I have to pay people to make my stuff as good as it can possibly be with the videos and stuff. The video's like,
1: I can't film a video, we can't film our own video. Yeah, those video, I mean the videographers that we used were grade A at what they do. And that's why the product and Do they you, work in the industry, like
0: specifically music?
1: Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they well, no, I mean, they do other, I've, I've seen their portfolios. It's yeah. not all musicians and music well, videos, but they do videography and they do it really well.
0: Do they, are they from the grind too, or they don't charge high prices and they wanna, they wanna be the guys filming the band? Like, is it all, they, yeah,
2: I mean, to, to an extent, yeah. They, I don't think they beat us over the head for it. Yeah. Some people have, we won't name any names, but the people we use now, like they're like they they're excited about it and they're like yeah. we want to we we see something too and we want to help you guys get this to achieve this vision that you have for for a video or whatever you know and uh, so that is where i could see like a label coming into play where if they gave you a substantial amount of money and said you have this much money to make a record and and vid- a video or videos or whatever that because like as of right now we're all like self-funded you know so we have to like we have to put our own money into anything that we do and uh that would where i would see the value in having a record label but also with that they're going to want a return on their investment or whatever you know and and who knows how far that cuts into what the actual person who's doing and making the music. who knows how far that cuts into what they get paid? You know, mm-hmm. it's tricky nowadays. It's really tricky. I see it as being a business, and I see it as like we're essentially selling a product. You know, so I like right now. I don't. I don't feel any kind of way about pumping money into it because I know that we have something that 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 is going to do doubt. something. You it know? is. Yeah. yeah. I know.
0: I was talking to Mike. I was like, I, you know, I don't. I don't know if it was you. You know this driving after sobriety, like just being super driven because you don't have any, you know, like me, I got like ADD and, and I quit drinking liquor a couple of years back and, you know, I just, you have to find something to take your brain because you yeah, can't okay. just sit there all day. I, I mean, you're a cop because you you can't just sit, well, you might sit behind a desk at some points in your career, but for the most part, it's because you need to stimulate and you need to constantly be creating and so you're a cop in a band so you you got both fronts and you know like the disconnect, which is out on YouTube right now, is that a more? Is I don't want I do do bands create more radio friendly songs, nowadays is that a thing or is I it just think the it's way? kind
2: of well I think it's kind of like yeah. what you set out to do you know like yeah. it's like do you, are you going to be a band that um, is going to play at a in in. I think it's like the mentality that you have. Do you want to be do you want this smaller group of people to consume your product or do you want anybody and everybody to be able to get something from what you're doing or whatever? Yeah. You know? Do you want to
0: make I mean it is a business. You want yeah. to oh, make yeah. money. Yeah, you know, well, so. I
2: mean, yeah, like I think I I I think like in my my perception of it is like I don't think that I'm going to get rich from playing music. Like I'm not going to go where a gold chain and gold teeth and do a certain thing so that I get rich or whatever. But, um, what I would like to do is, is make music for a living. You know what I mean? I would like to be able to pay my bills from me making music. So, um, I think that, uh, like I'm saying, I like to think of it as a business because like right now, like I'm saying, we're pumping all this money or whatever, and like, not for the for the specific reason that someday that I'm going to make money off of it, but because uh, because I would like this to be the direction of what I do for a living. You know what I mean?
0: Or uh, is this current state of the band that is Let Me Bleed and the lineup now has a lineup that is currently had that you have now played any shows, or is this going to be?
2: Yeah, well, we have we haven't, but I like um like we've 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 turned stuff down. Well, and last
0: night, I was talking to her about it, and I was like, you know, I, I've i been working with some bands trying to set something up, and just the vibe, you know, I don't know if I was a kid, or if it was 15 years ago, or what it was, but a lot of people are like, yeah. You know, like, when I was a kid, it was like, I don't care if you pay me in pesos, and we play in your mom's living room, and we <laughs> play, we play, but it might... Also, we probably weren't traveling like you guys would be. Like you guys have to make sure a show is worth it. The demographics there, the money's there at least to break even. I talk
1: about the Jacksonville situation. Had I not, so my previous band that I was in, we went on tour a little over a year ago for you know throughout all the east, you know the southern east coast, and there was an opportunity for there was a possibility that one of the nights that we had a show. In Jacksonville area that we were not going to even play because there was some some the ball got dropped somewhere on the like the logistics side of things. that had nothing to do with us as, as the band. And somehow we slid into some last minute show that was already going on that was supposed was supposed to be big. And I knew a bunch of bunch of cops in the area. And I said, let me just send out four or five text messages out to some some of my boys up this way and i can almost guarantee that once they hear oh you know there's there's a there's a cop in this band that's going to be playing the show they're on tour and they get to listen to of the of the stuff like they'll they'll flood that that venue and that's exactly what happened really? it's exactly what happened wow. dude cops cops are they support each other man big time when they're doing something outside of the, outside of the uniform they find out that a cop is like a like for example my my first agency i used to be a border patrol agent back in the day And we had a guy who was a, it was a professional fighter, an MMA fighter and, um, but not for like UFC, but like for one of these smaller, you know, local regional fighting organizations and nine out of 10 of us probably wouldn't spend 45 to $50 to go to some, you know, small little venue to go watch some amateur professional mixed martial arts. But once they found out that one of their coworkers was in a fight, dude, the whole, the whole station was, was going to watch him fight. You know, so that changes things. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like, you know, you get the demographic, you get some people that they, 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 once they hear about something, they'll flood, they'll yeah. come in.
0: And I think one of the, the, one of the things me and Mike are talking about and, is that I think we think the good overweighed the bad, as far as like opening up that, you know, Hey, there's an active law enforcement member in the band. And, you know, like I said, it's business. Sometimes you have to make decisions. Is this the best thing for the band? And you were like, a, letting them in, no problems there, and b, promoting it, and it seemed like it was the best idea to do. You know, you're talking to a dude with a huge blue line flag, so I'm sure somebody would have figured out that you're at least law enforcement friendly. Yeah, yeah, You know, but I think there's a huge market there to tap into because cops and military and stuff they can be very, myself included, close minded. It, it takes a lot to open up. Uh, you'll get guys that play in bands, or you'll get guys that are from that had a more artistic background that chose law enforcement as a profession as a job, but a lot of people in that culture um, they need to be sold from other cops like yo this is and then once another cop vouches for whatever that thing is, yeah you're you know they love it but they're not going to be open to it unless it's uh, unless it's in their you know sphere of thinking so I think it's cool and uh I hope you guys I've been wanting to see you guys play live for months ever since we,
2: we, we will we will just the so the thing like you're saying about the demographic and the money everything costs money so what i see a lot that i don't want to do is i see like these local bands will go burn out and they'll run from miami to tampa and then they'll go into Georgia, wherever they're going okay and unfortunately it's not you can't like i have we have just as much power putting something on on Instagram or TikTok or something we have, it's more than, than going and playing a show in front of 20 or 30 people or something who, who may or may not be the correct demographic Mm. and who um, we, like we spent money to go, you know what I mean? We spent money to go there. We have, we're bringing five people and equipment and this and that or whatever. And I just, I'm not I don't want to say I'm not sure, but I, I, it's not the name of the game anymore. Yeah, it's and that's not, it's really not. It's 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 because like because everything's changed because of all these technological developments or whatever. And then another thing that's funny is that the people who don't like the police, okay? You'll have these people who say, Oh, I don't like the cops or whatever and then what like the funny thing is is like, Well, who do you call when you're in trouble? You know what I mean? Like, I don't like the cops, I don't like the cops, yeah. Okay, so then what are you gonna do when when your ass is in hot water? You know what I mean. Yeah. Who are you gonna call then? You're gonna call, uh, you know, what do you do then? <laughs>
0: yep, because so, we have the same. We um, we're going to a tattoo artist that I want to get some movie theme tattoos, and she's getting the same thing done. And uh, this guy specializes in this particular genre, horror, and the particular movie, which is Return of the Living Dead. So I wanted to get that, and this guy loves that. He was the perfect candidate for. He's ACAB. So I had to make the decision. And he's not like wildly a cab. Like I want cops to die. But he's that guy that posts like hashtag ACAB with a use of force video. And they d- they're they more mad at the system, I think. And they're more mad at, you know, and the cops are the face that they blame. The face value yeah. thing that they want. misguided
1: from. and they're channeling their yeah. frustrations in the wrong direction. And it's kind of like being
0: mad at your parents when you're 16 because they're, yeah. you know, they're laying down the law. So um, but I, I, I'm, I think I'm still gonna go to him as a business transaction. I'm not gonna hide the fact that I'm a cop. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, dude, is, is it cool with you if I'm a cop?" Because I don't want a dick tattooed on me. And then, <laughs> like, and then, and then, be like, you know, hey, just like you don't particularly care for cops, but you would call us if you needed us. I'm calling on you because I need this particular skill set of tattoo that you yeah, do on yeah, my yeah. body, and it's just
2: business, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, it, uh, uh, and my my idea of of anybody is that like they said so they, we, we, they everybody gets grouped into these classifications of people or whatever, you know, and it's really like if everybody would just take things as like from person to person rather than saying this group of people is this and this group of people is this. And, you know, like basing their uh, their judgment off of a collective group of whatever these ideas that they have are. It's just like person to person, you know what I mean? I uh, like the like the fact that he's a police officer doesn't sway my perception of him in either direction, whether he is this or is this or not, or whether he's Italian or Greek or it, it to me, it's 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 just like what he does or whatever, you yeah. know, I think I would have been an excellent police officer personally this guy's work ethic and his persistence is
1: fucking unmatched so yeah
0: i can see that here's the thing is that i just talked to somebody the other day about you know the cops that or or anybody that puts if you have a drive and an ambition and you have all these attributes that would make you great at a job why not do it for yourself in your own business you know like and I, i listed them out the other day but it's like you know reliability Um, leadership, um, a drive, a a natural, you know, ability to do something, all these things, uh, the work ethic, the getting better at something, you know, that's great to do in a job and you'll see like good cops do it but I think sometimes like in any government job or any job in general, you get burnt out because you're putting in a thousand percent when everybody else is putting in 70 and they're going and they're making the same paycheck as you and you're like, man, what am I doing all this for? And You know, it's good to have your own outlet like you guys do, where, you know, if you wanted to on a day where you're not feeling it at work, it's a job. You could put in 70%, do your job and go home for the night. You know, where you can't really, if you're trying to make something from the ground that you guys are building, you can't just walk in one day and do it 70%. It has to be everybody's putting in the same amount of energy. And that, you know, that, and that's my opinion. I don't
2: know if you guys yeah, agree. Yeah. 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 Yeah and then like you'll encounter people like other people that we've had or whatever that that don't see things that way it's like the kid like what I what I say to him because I know he understands it's like the freaking if we call like the, we'll say like the l word like a loser you know what I mean or like the kid in the kid in school that just wanted to smoke pot and get C's and do whatever or whatever like it's uh it's like you you're you get in what you put out or whatever, you know? And like, um, and I understand that some people might not know this or that about this or whatever, but, uh, like you will encounter people or there's like, you know, there's people that like think that they can do something. Like they think that they can build this. They think they can build this thing out of minimalistic effort or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it was my, my dad, I, I guess maybe who like, always instilled in me like that you need to have drive or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah. We, I mean, you have, you ever run into people at work or any, both your jobs and they have an idea and you're like, love it, bro. This is what I would do if I was you. Boom, 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 boom. And they're like, whoa, dude, I'm not doing all we that. Just, and you're like, t- yeah, and then you're like, oh my God, am I overbearing? Am I trying to steer their boat? You know, so you got yeah. kind of to back off. But then you're like, you know, I see what I've done to have some successes in my personal businesses. And then people At work that, you know, it's not necessarily they're trying to get out of their job that they're in, but some people like that creative output. They like to be able to say, like, I built this um, or I attributed to this and more than their profession at work. And but a lot of people do not want to put the time and energy into it. They just
2: think like they see people it happens, So they think it's going to happen to them. Or yeah, or they don't understand what it takes. They don't understand the amount of time and energy, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a bodybuilder or something. Yeah, that's your life if that's what you're gonna do. Thanks for pointing at me when you do that's, that. <laughs> that's what you gotta do. Dude. Like, you gotta get down and you gotta put your nose to the ground and you gotta go and go and go and go until you get to where you're going or whatever. I don't think I don't I don't know if it's I don't know what it is, but I I don't see that a lot of people understand that concept. You know what I mean?
0: You guys, your band's yeah. aesthetically pleasing, by the way. Thank all you, thank guys. you. Every <laughs> you guys, you with the the beard, and you know you got the tattoos, and you guys all. Dre- my biggest thing is I hate it when people dress like fucking. I don't want to say the, the offensive word, but dress like idiots, banana heads. Yeah, banana. Or the <laughs> L word. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it like can't I, you can't look like you the guy s-
2: standing in the crowd, or that's what's what I tell. I yeah. tell. I tell the, my or we tell my son Dalton, dude. You <laughs> cannot look like you cannot look like the guy that's standing in front of you watching. Because if you do, dude, I can see. Eddie I know Junior. exactly what you're saying because I have the
0: same conversation. I mean, I know he's not really your son, but I have my ten year old. That you saw the way he came down. I didn't say anything because he's going out to play with his friends on the cul-de-sac. But yeah, he'll come down dressed like a traffic cone to go to school. I'm like, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's all one color,
2: and like you know, he
0: already has the red mohawk. And I'm like, no. And my big thing is, I tell him like, you know, take. I don't care what you wear as long as you take pride in your appearance. If you chose that outfit and you, that's what you want to do, then wear it. But we're not going to look sloppy. And like you guys, man, I mean, at least most of your band, if not all of you guys, take care of yourselves physically. So when you shoot a video, that pays off. Where you other bands don't have that. Yeah. You guys spend time in the gym. You guys spend time on the ink. I mean, you guys, at least, I mean, you could put your video on mute and still be like, I'd watch that because, you know, no homo, but it, yeah, you guys look yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. guys,
1: I'd like to think that I didn't score a smoking hot wife because of my personality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not commenting on that. I'm
2: not saying nothing about that. What's the Eddie? You, uh, you got significant other or what? No, 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 no. I, it's it's funny because we and him, we me and him did this podcast on the way here talking about all this. I uh, I don't like. I, I was telling him like right now at the moment, I don't have the desire to have an intimate relationship with with a woman at the moment. I like when, with one. With, woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make. I don't <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I just uh, I like 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 I have like I do like do we do the car stuff to make money. And we're trying to turn this into something that makes money. Yeah. And it's just not, I don't want to say that I don't have the time for it, but it's just not my first priority at the moment. It will. You can't,
0: um, I will say this being married, you know, you do have to balance. If you get a girlfriend, you can't work for eight hours a day and then work for eight hours a day, seven days a week, which is what you might want to do because that other person is going to be like, I exist in your life. Yeah. And it's a very hard balance finding, you know, is it, should you stop, close the laptop and go hang out with your wife for an hour before she goes to bed? Because, you know, it might. I'm just saying it might not mean the world to you, but it might mean the world to them because they haven't seen you in three. Days. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You're not mm-hmm. ready. And it's smart not to make that commitment knowing that you can't commit to it. Yeah. So yeah. you just got it's, you dude, got it's balancing that stuff. It's not
1: easy, man, between my, <laughs> yeah. you know, between our, you know, our profession that you, you know exactly how much that takes out of mm-hmm. us. And then, you know, sliding this into the mix and then having, you, you got know, an I eight. have a family. Yeah. I do. I have an eight that, month old yeah. daughter. Yeah. You know, who's, you know, I have, I have an infant. My wife and I just, you know, we just. She's very the, supportive of it and everything. My wife is my biggest fan. Yeah. She is the best support system like i mean i mean i posted that law that long sob post yesterday yeah. to celebrate the release of our music video and our song is the art
2: for our latest release
1: yeah, yeah the the album artwork is actually my wife my wife is a, kind of a, is a self-taught graphic designer i was gonna say dude she made this she made that mug she made the shirts yeah dude she's she's solid at what she does at everything she does <laughs> but um <laughs> look at that little shameless plug there right yeah <laughs> Um, I love you, baby. Um, she's been the best support system. Uh, you know, I the, the the almost five years that we've been together. I've been in a few bands that you know that didn't work, but she stayed right behind, you know, right by my side every single time. Something else, if another musical endeavor didn't work out, she she understood. She she encouraged me to get back on that saddle and, and keep pushing at it. Um, and any time she's always like the 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 whatever band. I'm in at that point in time or whatever. And I'm not saying like, I'm like some gypsy musician, like bouncing gypsy. The band. I'm not saying that. Like we obviously talked about some of the issues that I ran into in yeah. the past, trying to find a band that I can feel home at, but she's always been like that band's biggest fan. Yeah. Playing the shit on repeat all the time and always just and like pushing be, it. You gotta be responsible
0: too. Like you gotta know that when you're working full time and married with a new baby and you're doing the band thing, you can't be like, also I want to go out to the bar with my boys because you gotta be smart with, you know, I don't want to say she's letting you do all this, but essentially when you're in a relationship with somebody that committed, married with the children, um, you essentially are being let to do that because it's guilt free. You don't have to yeah. go out and do this feeling bad. She's given you that ability to not feel guilty because she supports you. It's not just her blessing. It's not just, oh, yeah, go do it. She supports you on it so you can oh, yeah. do it effectively 100 percent without having to worry about, is my wife mad at me? Which right. Is, yeah is, so no, and
1: she's been stellar in every in every single facet with that that's, that's I have so. that too luckily so it's dude honestly <laughs> so. it's 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 incredibly rare and especially in like our in our in our line of work how many how many dudes do you work with they're like my fucking wife yeah. oh my god dude oh. they have phone rings and they see the wife on the on the call already and they're like son of a bitch dude, i see it all the time i'm sure you see it also too like it's just like it's common so to be able to have that that rare diamond in the rough, man, it's like it's an absolute blessing. It's the greatest thing ever.
2: What's the uh, what's next for you guys? What's the next? All right, so net dude, next we're we're about to blow it wide open here next. So <laughs> we have uh, as of right as of as of this moment that we're what sitting. What can you tell here, me about here? Okay, so we have dude, we stuff. have two songs. We have two songs that are that are yet to be released, like that we're sitting on right now, and we'll we'll be doing more very shortly. But uh, they're just they're just next level, they're next level songs. It uh, like I was saying earlier that the very first incarnation of what we have as this very baby thing um, is what you what you have right now. So the next the next two singles to come out will be what I in my personal opinion it will be what brings us to the to the next level. Is it is it hard? When, you,
0: when you're a very patient because patience is a virtue and I think in this industry or anything, patience is what will get you over because you, when people see the disconnect on YouTube today or tomorrow or in a week when this releases, they're seeing it for the first time. You guys have been hearing that song in your audio pieces and watching this video for months. Yeah. And that's not counting writing it. So you guys are ready to release this new shit and everybody else other than y'all, the, the world is still loving the new thing that they just heard, but that's old for you. They're yes. still processing yeah. the
1: new song. Well, we've been, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, for us, we hear it again we're like, oh yeah, it's just, that's the same song we've been had on repeat for yes. the last six weeks, you know, no big deal. It, I mean, it is a big deal to us, but it's, you know, there is that that, that kind of like that shock value that's kind of almost gone for us yeah. at that point it's not, because it's not, it's, 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 it's been over and over and over and over again. Me. I mean, even too, I mean, how many times did we play that song the day of the music video shoot? Probably like... <laughs> It was on. It was. It probably the the song itself was probably played fifteen to twenty times in a six hour window. So it was just like over and over and over and over again. So then now everyone who finally now just got to hear it for the first time, they're gonna be they're they're gonna be processing it for a little while of like oh shit. And meanwhile, behind the scenes, we're over here sitting here going. Yeah, <laughs> wait till you see what we got next. Yeah. It's hard. Like, I can guarantee the the next one that's gonna be coming out. The intro is gonna throw you out of your chair. Yeah, the intro.
0: Is it? Is, do you ever get in your own head as far as like when I think I'm putting out the best thing that's ever been heard or seen by mankind, or you know, this, I'm like this episode is gonna fucking kill it, and then it's like it's not crickets. People are like, yeah, that's awesome, but you're like, damn, I thought that was gonna get a way better. Like. And then it's reversed because the thing you just said, the thing you think's like okay, everyone's like this is it, and you're like, yes. what the fuck? That makes no
2: sense in my brain. Yes, dude. <laughs> it's it's it bo- like just recently experienced it and it boggled my mind. I'm like, how is how is like so? I'll like look at things on their performance, how they do, how they're doing, how many views, how many streams, and like something like. Like the the first song, like desperation, I thought it was great. I was like, "This is great. It has all the correct elements. It's great." And then you have like this omen song, and I'm just like, "I don't think it's that great." You know, I'm like, "It's very simple. It's short. Um, it's good, but I just don't see it as being this great thing." You know, and then like people are coming out of the woodworks. Oh my god, this is so yeah. good. It's just
0: it's impactful. It's heavy. Yeah, it, it might nice. be simple. I've never looked at it as like uh, technical or simple, but it's just. The chorus is—I feel like you could just feel like someone screaming at you, but I mean, in a good way. Like, yeah, it's very raw to me. Um, but you know, ground,
1: ground—that's yeah. you, yeah, it's my dude. I, I thought your AC <laughs> just kicked <laughs> in. Ground <and> ground. <laughs> dude, I thought your AC handler was struggling for a moment. That was him. <laughs> a few actually. times. Dude. Uh, you guys eat on your way up? No, no, no. we haven't no. eaten no. yet. No. just—Mike's starving. Maybe I'm around. running on just coffee and a bang energy right <laughs> now, so.
0: Well, yeah, we'll actually probably wrap it up because it's. Um, I, I wanted to go along with this one. I, I try to keep them at forty minutes to keep people interested. But yeah, you know, you guys are. I've been wanting to interview you guys for a while, so I'm glad you guys came. And uh, is there anything else that you want to speak on or touch on or get out there? How long is the way gonna be? <laughs>
1: How long is the wait gonna be? I don't, dude. I don't even know what I was about to say just now. You were, I just you had, had a brain. Sound, I had, a, yeah. The look but the wait for the next well, song. Oh, well, what do you think? we
2: dude. So what we're trying to do, which doesn't always work out that way because of because things take time or whatever. But what what we're trying to do is put something out every month until we decide a video, yeah, or a song, uh, both. Uh, nowadays, I don't. I don't think. Uh, like I'll see I'll see bands that I know that they have a good song or whatever and they'll put it they'll put a song out and they'll do a, a lyric video or they'll do a visualizer or something and it just doesn't pick up steam. No. It doesn't so, and a lot of
0: people won't practice what we talked about, the patience, the releasing. You know, they play they got a song. Hey, yeah. we're gonna play this song. We just jammed it four days ago at the practice space. We love it, we're gonna let you hear it. It's like why? Why? Yeah. I mean, I, maybe that that works out best at that time for that band or whatever, but you know, I've seen bands come out, have their have a killer old, you know, song that they came out with and then they go on and they focus on the new stuff and they don't give this song that was awesome any attention anymore because they're so focused on the new stuff, which might be because they're a newer band and they're evolving where you guys, you guys are a new band and you guys are let me bleed. But you've had that evolutionary process where you've been able to find this is where we start now and go as you don't have to really start as a new
2: band and find yourself. Yeah. So, you know, that's probably a good benefit. Everything. So like with the internet and everything nowadays, everything moves fast, you know, something that is something that is extremely popular this week is gone the next or whatever, you know? So it's like, uh, really like if for anything in life, like that, that I, that I think I've learned up until this point is like consistency with stuff. So we would, try to do something once a month if it doesn't if it works out to be a month and a half or two months or whatever it is or if something happens and we can't do something that month we don't do that But yeah but that's also like dude that's a lot to keep up with it's like we're already like right now that song was out yesterday yesterday we're already getting literally yesterday we're already getting stuff in line for the next thing or whatever because we have stuff because we we had two or three things two or three songs that we were sitting on from the beginning to try to Try to build up a little savings so we would be able to do, so we have some time in between doing this or that or whatever. But I imagine like we're gonna we're gonna shoot a video probably within the next couple weeks for this other song. So it's like it's it's a lot, but like I would like to keep it consistent, you know. All right. Well, I know my DMs
0: are gonna blow up as far as my friends are gonna say, when are they coming to Orlando? I just know it because they've already asked me. So that being <laughs> said, just know that. I will have a petition signed with as many people as you need to promise that you know they're going to be there to support, and uh, yes. we're going to get you guys in Orlando. Hopefully. There's some
2: good venues up here. There's some good venues up here. I'm uh, like I was saying, like we've we've said no to a couple things or whatever because the, the 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 boxes have to be checked. Mm-hmm. Okay, this like it's like you're uh, we're taking uh, five people. And we're moving them here, and they're bringing their equipment, and Gotta they're heat. bringing their skill, yeah. Might and need and to it's sleep like, somewhere. yeah. So it's like it. uh We like. I, I don't want even like when dealing with people, I have to have I have to have my public relations person help me because I don't want to come across as egotistical or arrogant. But unfortunately, like we can't pick up and and we can't take five people out of their out of their bed and move them here to do this for 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 nothing you know what i mean or whatever because uh it's just like it in, in today's day and age it just doesn't make sense we can put a video on instagram and get fifty thousand views or something rather than than doing this or whatever then going and like everybody uh, like i know people in the in the and i don't consider us to be a local band no i don't and, and i think i think that that mentality yeah, can take you far. I mean, you know look,
1: know at, I mean? look at look the, at the, the comments that we've been getting on the video in the last 24 hours. I mean, it's, hey, I've been, I've been, yeah, dude, that's a stomach <laughs> again, dude. This man I'm is... Losing, I'm losing muscle by we, the second. We've been <laughs> <laughs> that's what's happening. It's saying no, 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 no. <laughs> we've been getting a lot of people who have been chiming in saying like, dude, I've had this on repeat all day long signing in from France or... Australia. Australia, yeah. dude. I complete, you know, and I know that there's a huge time difference, and obviously Friday happens a lot earlier over there than yeah. it does for here. But we got this chick that's like over here talking and saying like, "Oh yeah, I've had this on repeat for the last three hours." And we're like, "It's four o'clock on a Thursday." We're like, "Wait, what the fuck is going on here?" Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh is that Friday the thirteenth happened earlier. Yeah, so like it, it, we're we're we are we actually are reaching across the globe already.
0: You guys are not, and, and it's weird because I've had to I've had to ask myself, is this band in my own head? That, good because i i I correspond with them like i consider myself friends with you guys am i am i biased to that and is that why and i i always tell myself no this is a good one i was playing desperation on in the truck in the bluetooth months and months ago and i asked kendra do you like did you like that song and she was on her phone she's like yeah that was really good and she thought we were listening to octane I was like, this is oh, that yeah. band. Oh, Dude, hey. that's what And she was like, that's Eddie's band. I'm like, yeah. yes. And
2: she was like That's, that's, that's flattering. No, it's awesome. So, so when we were in that when we were in that bracket to play at Rockville, there was bands that are on Octane Test Drive that we were voted past or whatever. That's something we gotta figure out pretty soon. My producer's band is all over Octane. They're all over they're everywhere. They're on tour with some of the biggest bands in the like what now, like now what we're calling it is active rock. Yeah, which is like like Octane radio kind of stuff or whatever. And uh, I've seen bands, I've seen metal bands from back in the day that are cr- trying to cross over and do this active rock thing or whatever. And it's just like some of it, I'm just like, this is not good, like they should have just stayed doing what they were doing. But uh, is it like it seems where
0: um, it, it the way that Octane and Sirius XM make it sound is that if the DJ likes your shit, if the actual DJ. I'm not gonna name any names, but if they like your shit, they put it on the air. There's no red tape. There's no Sirius XM, Let's let our management talk. It's just, hey, the, I like. I heard this band. I'm playing them. What do you guys think? Because it it almost seems like those DJs that we all know, <coughs> the Octane Turbo and all them, they run their own show for that hour block or two hour block. And I feel like it's just it's a. I mean, I don't want to jinx you. I think it's a it's a matter of time before somebody. It's like hey, and then it starts picking up fast for you guys, and I'm hoping you guys are ready to start sprinting or at least
1: r- jogging quick.
2: Yeah, yeah, Mike's been going to the gym. He's <laughs> really- oh yeah, man.
1: <laughs> He's ready, I, uh, man. I, I I I I'm going to start to unfuck the laziness. That listen, dude. Whenever when you first have a kid, man, you get kind of you, you get tied up with stuff. You don't hit the gym as often as you used to. Or whatnot. So I've got to unfuck that a little bit. But I think <laughs> I think
2: that you. I think that I think that is. I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to figure out how that works exactly, but I'm pretty sure if you can get those people's attention somehow, if they can see that, so like those those DW presents guys on that Twitch channel or whatever, they they have like a substantial amount of people that are on there seeing what's going on or mm. whatever. That's like why I think it's valuable, even though it's even though it's I wouldn't place a a huge amount of value on it, but it's valuable for us to be in that unsigned band charts or whatever. Yes, because that doesn't matter.
0: It's winning. And winning matters. I'm not gonna say winning doesn't matter, but if you're on a uh, on a list that list is now what people look at and you see anything any type of um, Competition or I mean usc's UFC uh, yeah, USC reality show where the fighter, you know, what's it ultimate fighter?
1: Yeah, uh,
0: yeah Yeah, you look at that and how many people are in the USC now that were second third fourth fifth on that show they didn't win the show but just being on that list, you're now on radar people. You never would have been on that list. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's, that's what, and you got to do a tutorial for Twitch, bro. I, I want to support you guys. So much. I have no idea what the fuck Twitch is or how to work Twitch. What is, I Twitch? didn't, yeah,
2: I didn't know until, <laughs> until I, I, we realized that we could get onto the, this, these guys, stream or whatever. So it's like, I think I've, I've like figured out how to use it as far as me going on there and watching it or whatever. Um, but apparently, like that's like a big thing. Yeah. Like, these people are doing these streams, which is like it's like you have your own TV show, you know. Yeah. And that's like it's that's it, everything's like moving in the direction where like those guys. I don't know where they started, but like the one night that we were on there, they had like ten thousand people on there watching them live do this do these charts or whatever. So, I mean, I know. The
0: closest thing I've ever seen the, the first time I ever got into something like that was when um, Franz reviewed Desperation. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, and that seemed to be a legitimate reaction of you know, holy shit, and you know that's where I knew like I wasn't wrong. Is it me? Am I biased to this band? Because you know, and was, that was that was definitely good, and I think you guys have a very very bright future. Not that that um, you know. i
2: sound like your vice your Your vice vice principal (laughs) in in (laughs) high school all biases (laughs) aside right (laughs) we have to so we have the we have the best people in our corner okay so it's not like it's we could be i feel like with anything you could be you could be really good at this or that or whatever but like everybody needs help in certain ways or whatever and like i i like really believe that we have the best people working with us and that like between their knowledge and what, and what we do or whatever that that I I I see it being successful. Yeah. I think they like these people know what they're like and we were talking about this on the way here like sometimes you got to get out of your own way. Because me thinking that I know the best to do this that or the third or whatever <laughs> is not
0: because this is a train yeah. that you've been driving for a long time and yes. now it's got to be hard to step out of the way. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and I've watched a lot of like business podcasts or read a lot and stuff and people say like as you grow you can't physically or logistically do everything that you used to do you have to outsource that to let other people help you yeah which is I guess what you're saying is you know I I, now I'm tackling this issue and I run into that too where I'm trying to handle all these things and um, you know and then you you'll ask somebody to do something and they're I got it And, and then it's like you have to you don't like it, but you have to think like, is it because I didn't do it in the way I would have done it? Does it, is the job done? Is it done effectively? And can we move forward? And then, you know, but I could relate. That's yeah, it.
2: Yeah. It's, 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 it's freaky. You know what I mean? It's freaky to, to like let go of control of some things or whatever. But, uh, like as far as I can tell, it's, it's worked better for, for us than anything else has, you know? Like, cause at the end of the day, like, If we're not already, like, so we'll take direction from people who are already doing what we want to do, okay? And, like, sometimes, like, we'll encounter stuff in the band where, like, somebody doesn't, somebody doesn't like this, that, or the third. And I'm like, well, listen, dude, like, if we knew the best about what to do with this, like, don't you think we would already be playing at Rockville and we would already be on Octane Radio and we would already be doing this? And sometimes it's, like, it's extremely beneficial just to be like, well, we need to take direction from so, and help from somebody else because um, we don't know the best way to go about this or that, you know? It's like I've I've found that it to be a key to unlocking things that we never would have, we never would have done or been able to do if we stayed in this mindset that we knew the best about everything, you know? I think if I knew the best about everything, that I, you know, that we would already be there. And I, mean, I think,
0: but that, and you guys having the skin in the game, what, the, the, let me bleed camp and you and any, any core members that have been around in the scene. People now know that they're not wasting their time on a new band. So when there's, when there's direction to be given, there's a million people that could, you could give it to. It's kind of hard to like, you know, like, but you're in the perfect position. Like you've already proven yourself as a band. You've proven your, I think, longevity and reliability are probably a huge thing in anybody's eyes when they look at you from everything from a fan do i want to listen to this band to the goal which you know would be the president of some kind of company everybody wants to make sure that it's going to stay around a while and it's and it's legit and they're not just looking at something that is um looks good on instagram but is going to fall apart tomorrow and so i think you guys got that going for you and uh yeah, the future is—it it looks super bright. So I, I, I'm jumping on board. I've been jumping yeah. on board since day one. I've, <laughs> I've given—you know—I'm 100% faithful in that. So um, we'll get you. I'll work something up to where you guys can't turn it down to get you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll out. come. We'll definitely come up here.
2: This there there is some good venues up here. I know there's good venues. I don't know about. I won't say anything about anybody who does this, that, or the third of the venue, but. Um, I would definitely come up here and play at these like these there's there's a few venues that within this close area that are very good. I follow some of the people that do the shows or whatever. And sometimes I don't like if I sometimes I don't understand why they do this, that or whatever. But uh, I think it's probably so what I've always what what I've always thought was like that when the demand is there for what we're doing or whatever and people will recognize it and then we'll be able to kind of. I think it's kind of starting to happen, and we're able to like pick and choose what we do and make sure that it's worth worth it and to to go do this or whatever. But it's not like it's not my first priority to Mm -hmm. run out and go because I've done that that, and that's
0: hard too because the shows have got to be the most fun. Yeah, you're doing you're essentially you're doing all the hard work, the money spending, the the brand building, the filming, the recording process, which is fun. The experience is fun. But playing live is the one thing that doesn't i mean it doesn't necessarily cost much it's the yeah. release it's and your show i mean it seems you're a little disciplined in the fact that you're not doing that right away because it you'd it doesn't make sense
2: to yeah. do that Yeah, and like all, like uh I see a lot of bands that get rolled into this local band category or whatever because of what they because their lack of discretion on what to do here or to go do this or whatever it is. And like there, and then I've come across guys that are highly delusional and they think you need to run out and you need to play as many shows as you can. I see these guys burn out. Because they think that this is what's going to do it for them, and then that's not it. Uh, a year down the road, they're not a band anymore because nobody wants to put any more money. Yeah. in the It deal happens deal in Florida I so
1: it. much, man. I, I I don't think I can think of a single what's state the, where that happens the most. What's the scene
0: like in West Palm Beach or that area down south? Is that I know you guys have, I think, the big band, the bigger band that's from West Palm Beach that.
2: Who is it? So well, dude, so there's a couple really good I bands. I don't want to say their name and be wrong. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> really good bands from West Palm Beach. Uh so Fame on Fire. That's what i was who saying. Are, okay. th- so Paul's our like producer. That they are huge. They're going to be a household name within the next year or two. They're huge. They're on all the biggest tours right now. They have all the numbers everywhere. And the, and they're awesome. And they're and they're really cool people. Yeah. They're like, like, uh, they're just like they're like some of the nicest, genuine people that you'd ever meet. Um, there's a band called Afterlife who's pretty big. They're from West Palm, um, and then you have bands. There's there's a female fronted band called The Haunt that's like an alternative rock band, mm-hmm. and they're really good, um, but like they don't really play local shows. You know, like I've I saw I saw yeah, um, Afterlife like at Respectables one time. Um, For their CD release, one right? Well, they did that, and then they were on a tour that happened to to be there or whatever. So, um, I just like because of my experience, I've seen how it goes, and I know I, what happens or I whatever. I love so, this
0: insight on the perception. Yeah. Of what? How you want people to perceive your band? I never thought about it this way. Yeah, never. Well, thought dude, about it's like important. That. It's like it's like yeah. who
2: you associate. It's like you are you're, you're really like a, as, as a person. You're like a collective of who you surround yourself yes. with. Okay, so if we're playing shows with this this band who doesn't they don't even have any recordings and they don't do this and they don't promote right. themselves well.
0: And you're not denying that that needs when you start a band you need to go through that grind. You need to play the local shows. You need to get yeah yeah oh yeah not yeah it's not. a necessity. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sure. you guys are very smart and to not lump yourselves in with them. Uh, and that's not that's not an egotistical thing. That's not. A, it's really it's, it's a not, business it's, thing. it's it's really and not. an a perception what, thing. And if yeah. the perception gets thrown off to a large caliber, they almost might not be coming back from it. Yes, yes. We
2: should be methodical with yeah. everything we do yep. moving forward. It's like uh, it's because I, I see it happen with people. I see it happen, and it's like anything that I and a lot of people think it's an egotistical thing. Yeah, there's people that think okay, that there's people that think that I am some angry tolerant leader or try to be some angry, tolerant dictator leader or something. And I'm like, no dude, like just, it's not like, he... no, dude he's, <laughs> been, oh, it's not dude, he's been super fucking chill to work with the last, just, it's you know, like, dude long. like if you, you, you learn from your collective experience. Okay. Yeah. So if you're not putting two and two together, that's your problem. You know, like, it, uh, with anything you need to, you need to learn based off, off your experience or whatever. And, uh, it's just not the, what I, what I base off factual information, it's not the way that I see to go. You're dragging a whole band around and you're running everybody ragged and nobody's making any money. Yes. And it's like, how can we, you can only continue on so long that way before people get tired and people say, this isn't worth my time and effort. And you know, it's like, I it's, think it was
0: impressive. You got six grown ass men to hang around a, a shoot for six hours. I can't yeah, 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 do anything. Yeah, for more than two hours before they're like, hey, I gotta go, man. I got something." You,
2: you know? gotta want to do, do it. You know what so I mean? it You gotta. It's almost like okay. That's,
0: I, the, and all of this. That means a lot to me that you guys came and did this podcast because like I know that, we like you. I, like I It means a lot that you invited Eddie, us. up. The mind of Eddie was going. Okay, he's cool, but is it worth it? Is it? You know. Yeah.
1: It. Well, we like you. You know yeah, I mean? it means a lot to us that you thought to invite us up. Yeah, to yeah. bring us on the show. Honestly, it's flattering. Yeah,
0: right on. All right, well, we'll wrap it up. Um, again, I don't wrap up too many podcasts because we usually just um, go until the batteries die. But I like, I want you know, this is a this is a special podcast. I've never done anything like this, and I, I want to continue to try and get people on that kind of want to bridge the gap between. Different backgrounds, different lifestyles and stuff like that. And um, But uh, Let Me Bleed. Um, they will have the merch available soon. Their uh, their video just dropped. So check that out on YouTube. Um, Eddie, Mike, thanks.
2: Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you.
1: And younger cops, you need to stay the fuck off TikTok and stop <laughs> dancing. <laughs> Deep on dancing cops. Fucking clowns, bro. God damn it. <laughs>